Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daf Lamed Vav in Maseches Nazir. Andrew, as one of the undisclosed Lamed Vav Tzadikim, reminds me that we're four lines up from the bottom of Lamed Heyo and Bez, the two dots, the Tzvei Dasin. Yeah, remember in the Mishnah was on Lamed Dalid. Kiva said that there is a unbelievable thing that when a Nazir, as we know, what did our Mishnah discuss? The three things, the three cardinal sins of the Nazir, right? Maybe I shouldn't use those, that term, but the, right, the haircut, the wine, the tum of the mace. Okay, so when it comes to the wine, there should be a shear, right? Typically, as we will see, and as we know, typically when there's isurim of eating, right, of consumption, that has, carries with it a certain minimum amount where that Isser gets triggered. Okay. Thing is, is it is that true for the Nazir? Can you think, Andrew, of any other example where you might uh, have a Shir? So again, an Isser Achila is always a Kazais. We know this already because we learned Daf Ein, what is it? Uh, pay, Pay Bays and Pay Gimel in Erevin, right? When you have all these, all the uh, Shirim, the pomegranate, the egg, the Kazais. Remember all these Misenai? Anyways, so the Kazais is for Achila, right? Kazais, Bekadei Achilas Pras. We'll get into that. That's going to be the topic of today's, uh, of today's daf. Kazais, Bekadei Achilas Pras. That's Amud Bez. But in Amud Aleph, we have a different discussion, which is when you have the prohibition to eat something, it's typically, as we just said, a minimum amount of a Kazais. However, when it comes to Nazir, you can have actually less than a kazais and still be culpable for violating the Nazir vow. That was a position, Rabbi Akiva said in the Mishnah, that in order to violate it, you would have to combine it with something that's mutter. So let's say you'll take a grape derivative, a very, very small trace amount, and you'll make a spritzer, Andrew. You'll take your seltzer, you'll pour in uh, the grape juice, you'll have a revius in total, even though a small amount of it is going to be whatever grape juice, and yet you will still violate the Naziris. That is unusual. Normally you need more. So now, says the Gemara, So what Rabbi Yochanan, the great Gadol and Eretz is pointing out, that, that this halacha by Nazir is unique, that all of the other Isur and Shabbatara, you will not take that which is mutter and combine it, Right? with that which is usr in order to achieve the minimum quantity, right, the minimum shear. However, chutzmi isurei nazir. When it comes to nazir, the, the uh, little amount of isur does combine with the heter in order to make a full shear of isur. And where do we learn that there? From Shehare Amra Torah Mishras. Right, the Torah says it, right, when it has the, right, when, when it says, in Bamidbar, right? Me, uh, when it talks about the Nazir, Miyain Veshechar Yazir, as we said, the classic, that's the first thing that we tell you, Yazir, right? You should abstain, that's where the word Nazir comes from, from wine. Chomet Yain Vachom Shechar Lo Yishteh, shouldn't drink it. Vechol Mishras Anavim Lo Yishteh. Mishras means infused. Anything that is grape infused, you should not drink. Okay, so that is a clear indication that even if you're having a spritzer, as I call it, a grape-infused drink, it is teaching you that that 
infusion will make the entire drink usher, even if there is less than the requisite shear uh, that is typical of drinking and eating uh, of isser, it still is unique to the halacha of nazir. Okay, so as we finally arrive at Lamed and Aleph, Ziri Amar, Ziri says, Af Saor, Bival Taktiru. This uh, reference to Saor, Saor as we know, right, is uh, we learn Masechus Pesachim Baruch Hashem. So Saor we know is that leaven, right, what we call the leaven. So Saor, we know in the context of Chametz, but this is not talking about Pesach yet here. It's talking about Baal Taktir. What's Baal Taktir? Well, we know that we bring min- Menachos, right? We didn't get to Masechus Menachos yet, but we know that Menachos are the carbs. Puts the carbs in Korban, right? And so, the Menachos, the carb Korbanos that come on the Mizbeach, are not, they're actually supposed to not be leavened, right? That's the Pasuk says it Beferish. It says it in, in the second paragraph of Ayikra. It says, Kol HaMincha Asher Takrivu Hashem. When you bring a Korban Mincha, Lo Ta'asei Chametz, Shouldn't have chametz. It has carbs. It has wheat, but it doesn't have chametz. Kichol or v'chol dvash Shouldn't have either leaven or the honey. Should not go on the mizbech. So that's an iser. Well, what is the shear of that iser? So the, so Zairi says even for saor, just like we said by grapes, right? So what happened? Rabbi Yochanan said that grapes for nazir is the only example where you're going to take a small amount and you're going to say that you don't need the full requisite amount to be usher. Whereas the Erie challenges that, and he says, no, there's another example, Sa'or, on the Mizbech of Menachas is also less than a shear. How do we know that? Says the Gemara, Keman, who does the Erie make this statement according to? Well, Kerebel Lazar, the Darish Kol. Obviously, he holds like Rebel Lazar. Who's Rebel Lazar? Where where? Where did this happen? So you look at Tosfos, Kiman, Kerbilazar. It's the second line up from where the lines get, lines get wide. And it reminds us that we learned this in Psachim Membez, Perak Elu Ovrin, called Machmetzis Losochelu. So you see, there is a Psachim con- context here. You shouldn't eat Chametz, Larabos, Kutach Habavli. Uh oh. That, remember Kutach Habavli from Brachos? That really disgusting, kind of like moldy, blue cheesy, B- Babylonian dairy. Bread dish? Yeah, we're back to that. Kutach Habavli gets more shout-outs in Shas than, 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 you, than uh, you'd expect. What's the idea there? So there they said, Kol Machmetzis Lotochelu, that it includes Kutach Habavli, that that you also cannot eat. Upligi Rabbanon Alav. And the Rabbanon, Recholik on Rabbi Yezer. So what did Rabbi Yezer do? So let's not go too deep into the Tosfin Sala. Let's get back into the Gemara. Again, so that's the context it's referring to. Psachim and Beis. There's a machlokas or belazer and baron. What's the machlokas? Belazer holds kol machmetzes los ochelu. Okay, from that he learns that you cannot have more than or more. Again, machametz and saor are interchangeable in this context. Okay, so from that language he learns that when it says af saor, when it says saor in the case of baltak kichol saor. The Pasuk that we just quoted with reference to the Menachos. So, when it says, Kol Se'or, and it says, Kol Machmetzis Lotzochelu, Ze'iri says that that means that you cannot have Se'or in any quantity on the Mizbeach, because it says the word Kol, and Kol means like what we call, Barry, a Kol Shehu, right? 
not just a or a mashahu, not just right a kazais, but a special limud, right, a special understanding that that seor on top of the mizbeach cannot be in quantities more than any quantity, right? Even if it's less than a kazais, it is another example, right? Not like Rabbi Yochanan who says that a that wine derivatives for a nazir is the only example. This or is another example of where even less than a kazais would also give you the iser. However, the Gemara continues and then says, Look at the context, right? The, the context was called Machmetzis Losochelu. <laughs> that was going to be my guess. Andrew, that's what I was looking for when I asked you, can you think of another example? Because after all, I know Lainey, when she cleans for Pesach, which is actually happening sooner than we think, right? And in, in about, in less than whatever, 40 days, uh, it's going to be the, the Seder night, which means that Lainey, uh, Lainey is already boiling the doorknobs at the Singer home, right? We're getting ready, right? We're chailing, changing the toilet seats. So call, we know that Klal Yisrael is very careful about chametz. Even nobody would eat less than a kazais of chametz on Pesach. So that also should be ex- an example, right? These crumbs uh, that, we should, that we're staying away from, right? When we will con- want to consume and say that it's also even less than a shear, right? Because after all, the context of kol machmetzes applies to the menachos, but it also applies to chametz. So the Gemara says, that's actually not a bad point. Ziri is also going to do a very thorough Pesach cleaning, and he could have used this idea of kol machmetzes for the menachos and also for the chametz. However, However, Ziri wanted to specifically use the example of the menachos, which again, come from the same source, but he wanted them to use the manachos um, in order to contrast with the shita of Abaye. What was the shita of Abaye? Because Abaye said, the Amar Yesh HaKtar B'Fachos Mikazayas. That, okay, in other words, Abaye holds that in fact, that in fact, if you have less than a kezayas of Seor, then you're still going to be chayev, chayev, for the Isser of, right, Chametz on the Mizbeach HaMnachos. So you say, wait a minute, how is that different than what Ze'iri was saying? Well, it's very important, because don't forget, Ze'iri is not talking about having less than a Kazais. Ze'iri is talking about having less than a Kazais of Isser and being Mitztaref to that which is Mutter, right? In other words, again, what was the concept of Rabbi Yochanan? Rabbi Yochanan says that grape derivatives... Right? Nobody would say that if you have less than you have just a mashahu of grape derivative that you'd be chayev. No, what we're talking about now is if you have a grape derivative and it actually combines with something else that's mutter to create a total that's more than a kazais, so just because there's less than a kazais of the us or grape uh, doesn't mean that you're not going to be chayev. You're still going to be chayev as a nazir. You're going to violate your naziris because the idea here that we're talking about on Amad Aleph is the tziruf. So again, the Chiddush of Yochanan is that Tzirif only applies to grape derivatives for a Nazir. What Ziri says is, no, that Tzirif also applies to Chametz on Menachos. And then we say that Tzirif also applies to Chametz on Pesach. Okay? So, but again, we're still in the context of combining the Chametz on the Menachos and the Pesach uh, on Pesach or on top of the Mizbeach. But what uh, we're saying now is that Abaye doesn't even need Tzirif. That Abai is going to say that unlike, right, the grape de- derivatives for a Nazir, that when it comes to chametz 
on the Mizbeach, you don't even need a shear of Kazais altogether. And therefore, Barry, once you don't need a shear of Kazais, and there's no reason to talk about Tzirif, right? Any amount of Chametz will not be, uh, will not be allowed on the Mizbeach, which actually makes sense, Barry, because when, when the Pasuk says Kol Machmetz Eslo Sochelu, so it sounds like it's talking about a Mashu, right? Meaning, you could see how that, the Pasuk would be read that way, right? We, it's unusual, Zairi learns it, but you have to know the Torah Shabbat to understand that he learns it, that it could be mitztarif to something else. There would never be an Isser for something less than a Kazais, right? That's his, that it would have to be mitztarif to something else, albeit mutter. But be that as it may, the Ba'i is going to say that it's not, has nothing to do with Sirif, but rather it has to do with the halacha that any amount of machmetzas is not allowed in the Mizbeach. And the reason why Zairi, right, pointed out that Sirif applies here is, as the Gemara says, Kamash Malan, Ein Haktar Befachos Mikazayis, right, is to teach you, right, Zairi wants you to understand that this idea of Akhtara, you have no Chiv of Akhtara for anything less than a Kazayis, right? So that is that. Now, now Tosfos wants to know, Tosfos Einachidami wants to know, this is kind of a fundamental idea. He says, according to Abaye, why wouldn't Abaye hold that even less than a Kazayis of Chametz? Would be Yasser, right? If a buyer holds a Kolmach Betzitz means that uh, any amount, any speck of Chametz on the Mizbeach is a violation of Kolmach Betzitz for Menachos, why wouldn't he hold, and nobody holds, that a speck of a crumb of of chametz is actually, and it, you know, it's Yasser, obviously. Nobody would say that it's Matar Of course it's Yasser. But you're not going to be Chayev for less than a Kazais. That, you know, even a buyer would agree to that. Of, uh, with regards to Chametz on Pesach. So the answer that Tosfos gives is no, that, that when it comes to putting it on the Mizbeach, that is a ritual thing. Nobody's eating that, right? I mean, or meaning that is not an Isser of Achila. That is an Isser having to do with the ritual of the, of the Mincha. As opposed to the eating of Chametz, that's an Isser Achila. And to, let's see if I have this uh, words of Tosfos here, here. Shiny Gabi Chametz, Achila, Ve'ein Achila, Befachas, Mikazayas. All right, Tosus quotes it, Rush says it as well. From now on, we're going to go straight up Rush because the rest of the daf, the Rush hooks us up with uh, Pashib Shot all the way through. But be that as it may, that is the idea of the Za'iri, of, of the Chametz versus the grapes. So now five lines down, we have a discussion. Yosef Ravdimi Bekamer Lahash Maisa. So Ravdimi was hocking up this sugya, talking about this. Rabbi Yochanan's idea of, right, the Tziruf with regards to Nizirus and Eisve Abaye and Abaye again challenged him from a Mishnah of this time, a Mishnah in Tvul Yom. Did you know that there was a Masechet called Tvul Yom? So he goes like this: ha, What does the Mishnah say? Hamikbe Truma. So there is porridge and it consists of Truma. Andrew the Kohanim eat the Truma. Truma can become tummy. It's more susceptible to Tuma than Chulin. Okay, so the, the main course, right, the porridge is made out of truma. And the seasoning, right, the garlic and the oil are regular chulin. Okay. What's the tvul yom? Well, if you're going to learn parak tvul yom, you know more about it, but we already learned, uh, were introduced to this concept. The tvul yom is when you go through a purification process, okay, so actually you may recall this from the very first daf in all of Shas. So in brachas, so when you go through the purification process, so you first have to what? Go to the mikvah, and then you have to wait until nightfall, right before the purification is complete. Now, 
in that interim time, between the time that you got out of the mikvah and purified yourself and nightfall came, you're called a tvul yom, which means you already dunked, but you're waiting for the end of the day. Well, if you, you cannot touch truma, right? Uh, if you touch truma, that truma will not be able to be eaten. Okay, just to keep it simple, that's basically what's going on. You're puzzled the truma that you touch. So don't touch truma. Truma is going to be susceptible to tvul yom, but chulin not. Right? That's what I mean by more susceptible. You can touch regular chulin, that'll be fine. But you cannot touch truma. So that's, that's that distinction of tvulyam. Very, very important case that comes up in a lot of different uh, contexts, as we've seen. Okay, so. So what do we have now? We have the main course is made out of truma. And the garnish is made out of chulin. So v'naga tvulyam and miksasan, pasal skulan, yeah. You touch that, what would you call that, Barry? I would call that a truma porridge, right? And it happens to have that you got the garnish off the shelf and it was chulin. But the, but the porridge was truma, so of course you can't touch that. You're going to be pasling that truma. Good. How about mikpashil chulin, the opposite case? You have regular porridge, it's all chulin, you should be able to touch that. However, you ran out of spices you, uh, from your chulin cabinet, you had to get the spices from the, right, from the truma cabinet, okay? So Shema Shemen, you took the garlic and the oil from the truma. Amazing. You don't puzzle the whole porridge for touching that because really it's a chulin porridge. But the place that you touched, you did puzzle the havinan ba. So that was an interesting halacha, right? In other words, the whole thing is chulin. But you can't say that the entire thing is really chulin and that the truma garnish is bottle in it. Because, and this is what the rush explains. Because if the entire thing, so Andrew, if I have a chulin porridge and I put in the oil and the garlic and that's made out of truma, if the way the mechanism worked was that the entire thing becomes chulin, then if I touched it, it wouldn't even be puzzle where I touched it, right? Because it's totally, uh, right? It's totally fair game. The whole thing is chulin. So it has to be that something here was absorbed, that there's some sort of element of truma in this thing, right? And that's what they said. Oh, so that's what he explains, that... That Rav Dimi was sitting and he was, and, and Abaye was sitting there and they said, you know, Vinanba, uh, and we harved, we harved over this, uh, Mishnah. We discussed it. We said, my puzzle. Why would this place where we touch would be puzzle? Obviously, there's something at play here where the entire thing doesn't become chulin. said, what was the reason? Ah. So the Rosh explains, you know, if a czar, meaning if a non-Kohen, would eat this, he would actually get malkas bekezai, if he ate a kezayis of it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Why would he get malkas? First of all, that's the, that's the punishment for a czar eating truma. So the point is, we said over here, an unbelievable thing. That when we were discussing this, we thought that again, a totally chulin porridge with enough garnish, oil and, 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 um, and garlic that's made out of truma, if a non-coin were to eat that, it would be as if he's eating truma. Wow. And so that indicates that obviously there's some infusion of some tziruf, right? Of the truma into the chulin. Oh, so it's mixed. It's mixed in. Again, it's not batel. So it's sort of like a hybrid, Andrew. It's in there, but it's not batel, obviously, because it can become right possible. And so whatever he touches, we're going to say that that's puzzle. That's basically where the Chazal are going to split the difference. They're going to say, 
Yes, it's not completely mixed in because after all, if it were, it would be chulin. And we know that we don't treat it entirely like chulin. And yet, it's part of that mixture. And so, you know what? We're not going to make the entire mixture puzzle if a tvul yom touched it. But we're going to make that area that he touched, we're going to say that that's the area that's puzzle because after all, there is truma in there as evidenced by the fact that if a czar were to eat the entire thing, and we knew that he was consuming a kazayas of truma, he would in fact be liable for the prohibition of a czar eating truma. Wow. And that's how the Gemara analyzes it, as the Gemara continues to say, my time what was Rabbi Yochanan's reason as following? How would this kazayas work? It would only work with Siraf as we see, when, as we turn to Lamed Vavon Beis. Says the Gemara, in other words, as I just explained, that's how this mechanism works, Barry. The reason why a czar would be loka from here, presumably, I mean, how much oil and uh, garlic can you put into a porridge, right? Probably not a kazayas worth, right? Probably just some garnish. And yet, incredibly, a czar would get malchus for eating the whole porridge. Well, why would that be true? There's less than a kazayas of truma in there. It has to be that the, that the reason why he's going to get right, uh, punishment for eating this entire porridge is because there's an Indian of tziruf, right, in this, in this truma. So that is another example. So we're saying, again, Rabbi Yochanan said that there's only one example. The example is grape derivatives by Nazir. And yet, from this mission in Tzvulyom, it certainly seems that the issue is one of tziruf and that that is why the czar would get Malchus for eating an entire porridge with only a little bit of chulin, with only a little bit of truma garnish. So how does Rabbi Yochanan answer that? And mind you, Rabbi Yochanan himself is implicated in this discussion, right? So is he contradicting himself? So Amr la. So Vidimi says, now, that's not what Rabbi Yochanan means when he says that the czar is chayev for the kazais of porridge. Elamai, my kazais. What does he mean when he says he's eating kazais? Ah, an entirely different thing. And this is not, right? This is not the idea of tziruf at all. It must rather alternatively be a case of how much can you eat? Competitive eating, Barry. Uh, are you like a Joey Chestnut or a... Uh, or a Migiashi, uh, Nokiashi fan. Uh, you guys don't follow competitive eating? Forget it. Uh, Andrew, you don't have a competitive eating fantasy team? Um, it's like this. The um, assumption here is that there is a kazais, in fact, of oil, of truma oil and, and uh, of truma oil and garlic. That's the idea. And so the question is, in order to be chayv a kazais, the only question, Barry, is, did he eat this fast enough? Which is to say, another element of the Isser of Achila is that in order to be Chayev, again, Isser is one thing. You're not allowed to eat treif, Barry. Forget about it. And if you're a czar, you shouldn't eat truma. Take it out of your mind. But if you do consume it in order to be Chayev, you're going to have to eat a Kazayas, because that's a Isser Achila, and it's going to have to be Bechadei Achila's Pras, as we've learned already in Erev and Pebez, the Shi'urim of the Pras just means... Right, like the slice of bread, right? The, the amount of time it takes to eat a, um, a pras, what the exact volume is, right, is, is, uh, 
is is uh, a subject of discussion we've already discussed in the past. So right now we're contradicting Rabbi Akiva in this process. So 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 good, Andrew. The, what we're doing now is we're saying, does Rabbi Yochanan? Well, when, well again, Rabbi Akiva is just saying that what is truly unique. Right, exactly. What Rabbi Kiva is saying is that when it comes to Nazir, it's unlike any other thing. Yeah. Right. When it comes to wine, it's unlike any other thing. You take the challah and you dip it in the wine. My, my Invisalign rep, Dan Seidman, I think is his first shout out, he brought his family once for a Shabbos meal. And uh, they're not from, uh, and they don't have a lot of exposure. So... Uh, Sadie, you don't realize it when you have a Jewish home, how Jewish the home is. Sadie goes, oh, this house is so Jewish. And then we start eating. She's like, ew, is all this food kosher? <laughs> and so that whole meal, the only thing she ate, because I guess it was she dipped challah in grape juice and she loved it. And she they ate that all, she could eat that all day. So it, this is literally, right, the case that the Gemara and the Mishnah gives. If you take the challah and you dip it in the grape juice... So you could have less than a kazayas of the grape juice and you're eating a kazayas of challah, boom, you're going to be chayv. That's the chiddush of Rabbi Akiva is that that only applies to Nazir. But here we're at the specific amount. Right, so here we're saying, so then we thought maybe that also applies to Truma and Chulin. And now we're saying, we're shifting out of that. We're saying that no, that the, the notion of Truma and Chulin, the concept at play here is not a tziruf of less than a kazayas of, of truma with chulin. But rather, it is a concept of a different thing. We're talking about a case where there is more than a kazayas of the iser. There's, in fact, more than a kazayas of truma. And the whole question is, is this dude eating it fast enough? That's the question. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Is he eating it b'chadeyachilas pras? So that's the issue at play in that, in that, uh, in that mission of, in, with regards to truma. Right, so now we're not questioning the amount. We're no longer talking about putting together a kazais out of usser and mutter components, but we are now talking about taking a full kazais and shoving it at your throat fast enough, because after all, if you just nibbled on a kazais over time, I mean, what would happen if you had half a kazais today and half a kazais tomorrow, right? In that extreme case, you're, ne- you're not going to be chayev, right? There is certainly at some point a threshold where it's no longer considered the same kazais. And the question is what that threshold is. And we know what that threshold is because we already learned Erevin. It's Bechadei Achilas Pras. So the question is, is he getting this down fast enough? So the Gemara then says, Abayah says, wait a minute. Can it really be true that that's a question of Bechadei Achilas Pras? After all, Bechilas Pras do Raisahi? Wait, the question of whether you eat it fast enough, that's going to determine, because don't, don't forget, what was the language? We said Loket. He's going to get Malkus. Malkus implies an Isra do so wait, this Chadeachilas Pras is a Daraisa? So Amalai in. Dimi says, yeah, you didn't learn Ervin Pei Beis? We said Kol Shir and Daraisa. Of course, there's a whole Shir on that. But the point, and whether that's Halachal Moshim Sinai and what it is, but he said, yeah, that, it's Daraisa. So Abayah says, okay, he set him up. He said, I hachi, amai pligir, banalayda, rabalazar, bechutza chabavli. So then going back to the machlokas they had about kusa chabavli. Why would anybody say that kusa chabavli is, is possibly is possibly usher, right? Why? Because kutach abravli, as the rush explains, nobody eats b'chdei achilas pras. Rav Dimi says, Amalei hanach l'kusach abavli, leave that case aside. Kutach abavli is different. The leka kazayis b'chdei achilas pras, because b'chdei achilas pras is impossible with kutach abavli. Why? Because of the following, the following we call mimanafshach, the following two sides. First of all, i'dakasarf le'i, 
Because Sharf Le Mishraf, it means he, he uh, scarfs it down, right? He, if he takes down the Kutach Ababli straight, as a straight shot, that is a nutty thing to do that nobody would ever do. It is disgusting. It is moldy. That's like eating uh, moldy blue cheese straight out of the bowl, Barry. Nobody would ever do that. And therefore the Gemara says, Which is to say that's not really a chila, Andrew. That's what that means. It means his, his das is conceded to everyone else, which is to say nobody else would do that. And therefore that's not going to be usur because nobody does that. That's not the derech of achila. And by the way, this Kadei Achilas Pras, I should add, there is a big discussion about whether that is case-specific, meaning people eat watermelon faster than they eat, you know, uh, some schnapps faster than they drink schnapps, faster than they eat this and this and that, and it's just a question of, is the rate of eating, right, unique to each type of food or not? There's a whole other discussion. Or do we all say that everything is as fast as we would eat that slice of bread? Okay, be that as it may, the point is, nobody would eat the Kusach Abavli Straight, and therefore you could never have a case of uh, you could never have a case of a pras because nobody eats it straight. Or imishtar kashatar, or if you eat it in the regular manner, which is to use it as a dip, then lo mishkachas kazayis with dechilas pras. Well, dips just don't go that fast. How many nachos can you have, Andrew? You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot have the dips fast enough, and therefore kutach leave it out because it's physically essentially impossible. To have a kazais bechdechilas pras, and therefore everybody's going to say that you're not going to be chayev for that. Okay, but now let's keep going with the kadeachilas pras issue. Is it really daraisa or not? Abaya is still on this. Eisvei shtei meduchos. Let's say you have two mortars, achashel truma v'achashel chulin. One right has truma spices. The other one has right the ordinary spices. A mortar is like a little bowl that comes with a pestle lantern to grind it. Okay, And then in front of that, there's two pots. So you know where this is going, right? You have two pots of soup, let's say, or stew, and you're about to put in the spices into the pots, and you're supposed to put the truma spices in the truma pot, and the chulin spices in the chulin pot, and then you'll have a chulin and a truma dish. And yet, sure enough, what happened? You accidentally put the truma in the chulin and the chulin and the truma. That's going to be a problem. Well, the chulin and the truma is not such a problem because Kohanim are allowed to eat chulin. But the truma in the chulin, well, that was supposed to go to all the non-Kohanim. What are they going to do now? They have truma spices in there. She'ani omer, an interesting way of saying it. Ani omer, I say... We treat it like this, that the ordinary spices fell into the, the chulin, fell into the chulin, and the truma fell into the truma. Uh, we treat it as if we, it actually, that as if we didn't mix it up, as if we put the right spices into the right way. See what's going on here, Barry? We accidentally... Right? So again, uh, Lainey comes to the, she comes to the to Rabbi Rose and she says, I put the chulin into the truma and I put the truma into the chulin. What should I do? Rabbi Rose Paskins, put the chulin, treat the chulin as if you put the chulin in the chulin, treat the truma as if you put the truma in the truma, which is to say, it's fine. 
feed the truma to the kohanim, even though there's chulin spices, that's fine. And even feed the chulin to the non-kohanim, even though there's truma spices. Whoa. Wait a minute. Right, assuming, assuming that there's a kazayas worth of spices in here. If you're going to say that the kazayas b'chdeachilas prasas daraisa, amaya minin sheni omer. How do we say, right, that you can actually, how did the rabbi paskin, Shani Omer means the rabbi said, my opinion is, my psak is, that it's mutter. Well, to be a little bit clear about the case, I think it was unclear, right? Um, when Sandy showed up to the, to the rabbi, she wasn't sure if she put the right in. So, okay, but it's still, it's a 50-50 proposition. Had it been the Orisa, it would be a Isr de Orisa, a Suffolk de Orisa, Lechumra. And yet, assuming that there was enough spices in here to be a kazais b'chdei achilas pras, and assuming that a kazais b'chdei achilas pras is in fact an isodor how can you risk putting the, you know, how can you risk allowing a whole group of non-kohanim to eat this stew with all of the truma spices in it? How could you take that chance if a kazais b'chdei achilas pras is in fact an isodor So the Gemara Elamai, if Dimi answers, what would be the answer? Wait a minute. Are you talking about, in this case, that it's a heter mitzdarf l'isr? After all, what would be your alternative? Heter mitzdarf l'isr also doesn't work. Amayar minan sha'ani omer. Because again, sha'ani omer means it's like, I'm allowing it, right? So that can't be the case. No, you have to leave the idea of truma of tablin aside. Why? Because it's Durabanhi. Oh, okay. Well Truma is also to eat if you're not if you're a czar, if you're not a coin. That's true. But what about spices of Truma? Is that me Doraisa? So what Ravdimi is explaining is no no, you know what? You can't say you can't bring it back around to what to the topic of Daf Aleph and say that there's an Isr here of Tsiruf. Nor can you and that's obvious. Nor can you even really say that this is an issue of Achilles Kazayas Bechadei Achilles Pras. And neither of those are going to be a valid data point to illustrate our case. And the reason being that really you wanted to say that there could be an Isidara Raisa here. And that if you say Kazayas Bechadei Achilles, and that you could use this case to say the fact that, right, we allowed a dish with truma spices in it to be eaten by by non-kohanim is an indication of right the fact that achila that achila skazais bechadei achilas pras is a deoraisa issue but the fact of the matter is you can't use that as a data point to to teach you that uh, achila bechadei achilas pras is a deoraisa issue because the very subject of the case in hand is one of spices, which is not a Daraisa issue in itself. In itself, the, the notion of truma spices, unlike, right, Dagon, which is actually Daraisa, when it comes to spices, that's an issue Dirabanan. And therefore, since that issue itself is Dirabanan, it is for that reason that the spiced up stew can be fed to the non-Kohadim, because it's a 50-50 proposition of a Darabonan issue in the first place. And therefore, it's Isra Darabonan, 
Suffolk Darabon and Lakula, and it is for that reason that it's mutter, but it has nothing to do with Chazayis with Leachilas Pras being Darabon versus Daraisa. Fine. So then, seven lines up at the bottom, the Abai is going to present a case of true, of actual grain. Well, now we're going to be, now we're really going to be paying attention because we know that Truma's grain is an Issa Daraisa, as follows, says the Gemara, Eisve, Shtei same case, two boxes, Achashel Truma, Rachashel Chulin. Okay, one of them has grain of truma, and the other one has grain of chulin. Uh, Matt, you're not a Kohen, I'm sorry to say. Don't eat the truma, okay, buddy? Okay, and in front of them, you have two saw containers filled with grain. Uh-oh, now they got mixed with each other. So now, when you have that mixture, that's certainly darvaisa, because you cannot eat grain that is truma, if you're not a Kohen, that's a Midar Raisa. Says the, says the Raisa, Shnei Mutarm, wow. Even there, where it's not a case of spices, still both are going to be Mutar. Why? She'ani Omer, I'm going to treat it like, that's what She'ani Omer means, I'm going to treat it like halachically as if they didn't get mixed up. Wow. And therefore, that is a true right application of a kula in a case where it's Daraisa. And says the Gemara, and if you're going to say that is an Omer, how could we possibly say that this is Mutter? After all, this is a Suffolk Daraisa. How could you do it? So as we astonishingly arrive at Lamed Zayin and Andrew falls off his chair, somebody pick Andrew up from the floor. It says, Abaye says to the Brisa, no, this could be uh, maybe only a difficulty to Dimi, but not according to himself, as follows. Bishlem, right? So Abaye says, I understand this, right? Sha'ani Omer, right? It's understandable according to me. Why? Because bringing it all back full circle. Because I say what Rabbi Yochanan meant, right? When he says, that when, with respect to the case of the porridge, Right, I said because the czar, right, is going to be chayev because hetem it's tarfle So I said that that was the actual issue there, right? Kigon de nefishi chulin, right? Like in a case where you have a lot more chulin than truma, right? And therefore, when right you you say that you have a lot more chulin, how would be also? It would be also because of the idea of tziruf, the idea that we discussed on daf aleph. And therefore, it is for that reason that it's also. Right, but according to you, right, who says that the whole issue is not the issue of Ahmed Aleph of Tziruf, but the issue of Ahmed Bez of eating, right, a a kazayis uh, of Isser bechadeachilas pras. What does it matter whether there's more chulin or not? To which uh, Rav Dimi answers, Amalei. You know what? Why are you talking about truma? This is, you know, and, and whether the Achilles process is a Daraisa issue. I understand that Siraf has Daraisa applications, but in this particular case, right, the idea of Kedachilas Pras is not expected to be a Daraisa application either, and it is Mutter. Why is it Mutter? Because after all, unfortunately, truma altogether. Bizman Hazeh, which is a big topic in its own right, would be a Durabana Nisr anyway, because after all, we do not sadly have the base of Mikdash. And so Truman Bizman Hazeh, according to the, to the idea that it's the 
Rabbanan, then even with grain, Barry, even not with spices, but even with grain, the whole issue of truma and the whole suffix, we're talking about this man of Chorban, unfortunately, it would be a Darabanan anyway, and it is for that reason that we were treated Lakula. May we be Zoka to see the base of Mikdash rebuilt and for Truma to be uh, relevant, me de o Raisa again. And we'll resume Bezat Shem tomorrow, five lines down from the top of Lamazayan of Aleph.